think I were a team. So the Marvels released this past weekend and the review that my dad and I did for this channel, it's already up. Definitely go check that out if you haven't already. But like we have been predicting for a while here, the film is now officially a flop. We have this from Variety, The Marvels Misfires with $47 million lowest MCU opening weekend of all time. If you're someone who takes the access media's word as gospel concerning the MCU, this uh, this news will likely come as a surprise. I mean, how on earth could this movie be failing? It is the sequel to 2019's hugely successful film, Captain Marvel, which obviously was so successful because Captain Marvel is just such a lovable and amazing superhero, not just because people were going to go see it because they thought they needed to see it so that Endgame would make sense. And also, obviously, we know that what audiences really want is diversity, both in front of and behind the camera. And this film was directed by not just a woman, but a black woman. Plus its three leads are women, two of whom are POC and the villain is also POC. I mean, that is some quality content right there. And yet somehow, People are not going to see this film. And just so we all understand the gravity of the situation, how poorly this film is performing. As Variety writes, Disney's Marvel Cinematic Universe is no longer a bulletproof box office franchise. And yikes, keep in mind that this piece is coming to us from Variety. If even Variety no longer has the MCU's back, then I think it's pretty obvious that the MCU as a franchise has fallen out of favor, not only with fans, but heck, even the Hollywood insiders who are usually kissing its butt. It says that much is clear after the Marvel's misfired with $47 million in its opening weekend to land the worst debut in MCU history. Initial tracking was closer to $75 to $80 million, but those projections shrank dramatically in recent weeks to $60 million to $65 million. With bad buzz and actors like Brie Larson unable to promote the film due to the strike, which officially ended on Friday, the Marvels didn't even match those disappointing estimates. Now, the idea that at least part of this film's failure is due to the fact that the cast weren't able to promote it, uh, that's something that's been floated around, not just by Variety, but also by the Mary Sue, as we'll be getting into in just a second. But to be frank, I... I don't know what type of reality one would need to be living in to be of the belief that, oh, this film could have performed so much better if only Brie Larson was out there more talking about it. If only the world were able to see more of Brie Larson promoting this movie and hyping it up, then, then they would have gone to see it in theaters. Familiar with Brie Larson? How most of the internet, it seems, relates to her? Are you perhaps under the wrong impression that she is in any way a likable figure? And for further context of how the Marvel's box office performance fits into other films from the MCU, it's also written that only two other films in the sprawling series the Marvels is the 33rd installment in 15 years, have opened to lower than $60 million. 2008's The Incredible Hulk with $55 million and 2015's Ant-Man with $57.2 million, not adjusted for inflation. And it's also explained that although the MCU has been showing rare signs of wear and tear in its spandex, the franchise's other two big screen adventures to open this year, February's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, 
$106 million, and May's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, $118 million, still managed to hit triple digits in their respective debuts. The third Ant-Man wasn't labeled a bust until the end of its box office run. The Marvels, though, is the rare MCU movie to flop out of the gate. So there's no dressing it up at this point. The Marvels is a certified disappointment at the box office. But now the question is, why did this happen? Why aren't fans showing up to support this movie? Well, if you listen to the people who still support the MCU, or at the very least, the diversity that is at the core of the brand nowadays, the answer, of course, is sexism. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. I feel like since 2016, we've been in this perpetual cycle of activists just screaming bigotry anytime something they like doesn't perform well. But we're going to be looking at those accusations. But first, I do want to say thank you to today's sponsor, Liver Health Formula. Are you ready for a health revelation that could change your life? You see, in this modern age, it is more important than ever to take care of your liver. You see, your liver is a powerhouse with five key functions that greatly affect how you look and feel. These include things like weight management, energy levels, cholesterol, hormone health, and even brain health. But the problem is that we are in a silent epidemic. If you were to add up all the residents of South Carolina, Indiana, Massachusetts, Arizona, Virginia, Florida, and Texas, you would still not get to the 100 million Americans that have a sluggish fatty liver that makes people gain weight and experience things like chronic fatigue. So try the product that I recommend, Liver Health Formula. It's an all-natural supplement packed with clinically proven botanicals to help you recharge and protect your liver. And by going to my dedicated page, you will also get a free bottle of natural powered omega-3. That is a total discount of 64%. You won't find this offer anywhere else, so order it today at getliverhelp.com slash Lauren. That is getliverhelp.com slash Lauren. Remember, a healthy liver is a happier you. This is your health we're talking about, you guys. So you owe it to yourself to give it a try and see how you feel. Now, predictably, once the box office numbers started coming in for the Marvels and it was pretty clear that, yeah, this film was not going to do well, it didn't take long for people of a certain political persuasion to automatically start ringing the sexism bell. And one of the most notable of these people, by the way, was none other than Stephen King. And just guys, as an aside, if you are at all a fan of Stephen King's work, he is a very talented writer. I will give him that. I highly recommend you do not follow the man on social media, okay? Just don't do it. I mean, I think we should all to an extent, try to separate the art from the artist. But still, if you love Stephen King, or at least his work, there is a very good chance that you will be significantly less inclined to love his work once you know more about the man as a person, or at least his political and social beliefs, because by goodness, he is abrasive. But he posted to X, the site formerly known as Twitter, I don't go to MCU movies, don't care for them. But I find this barely masked gloating over the low box office for the Marvels very unpleasant. Why gloat over failure? And now there are quite a few people who responded to Stephen King's post with some pretty choice words about exactly why this gloating was happening. As Carl Benjamin, big fan of his videos, as he wrote, because the people who make these movies hate us, Stephen. In a similar vein, as Master of the TDS wrote, it's only gloating when we do it, right? When they bash things like Mario or FNAF, I haven't heard you stand up for those. How much is Disney paying you to stoop to this level? And someone named Hakeem also wrote, because we like the franchise and wokeness ruined it, hoping calling it out will eliminate the wokeness and bring back good movies. Hey, that all makes sense to me, but clearly not content with the types of responses he was getting, Stephen King would later tweet out, some of the rejection of the Marvels may be adolescent fanboy hate, you know, yuck girls. Yeah, guys, clearly it's just because fans of the MCU hate women. It's not as if two of the most beloved characters previously, Black Widow and Gamora, were both women. And it's not as if the Marvel comics upon which the MCU is based is filled with strong female characters. Nope, you guys are clearly 
just sexist. And this is, by the way, an opinion shared by the outlet, The Mary Sue, which if you guys are not familiar with, uh, it's a very good time. If you want to hear more about why your favorite franchise is problematic and what other series you can watch to actually get representation and diversity, well then, The Mary Sue is the place for you. But trying to explain the failure of the Marvels, they wrote, it simply had too many things stacked against it, such as superhero fatigue, the strike, the newness of the characters, and the negativity from sex trolls. Again, uh, like I pointed out with the variety piece, I don't know why these people would think that putting Brie Larson more in audiences' faces would make them likely to go see this movie. In fact, in a perfect storm of things working against this movie, the fact that Brie Larson could not go out and promote it may have actually been a good thing. And regarding Stephen King's posts uh, about the movie, the Mary Sue did write that King postulated that some of the negativity may be adolescent fanboy hate, although the sexist trolls are usually full-grown men rather than adolescents. And kind of hilariously, this article also reads that, quote, there are sexist trolls openly gloating because they know they can twist the Marvel's shortcomings to insist that women don't belong in film. Okay, so I read and engage with a lot of the content that the people over at the Mary Sue would likely call sexist or bigoted, but I've got to say, I literally have not seen a single person ever advocate that women don't belong in film, that there should just be no, no women in film, total sausage fest, that's what film should be. Like, you know how in ancient, I think, Greece, how the, the actors that used to play female characters, they were actually just men dressed in drag. We should go back to that because women don't belong in film at all. Yeah, that is an opinion nobody has. But in any case, considering that the film just came out this past weekend, I am expecting that we're gonna see a lot more of this cope from activists who pretend to be fans of the MCU in the coming weeks. And it's kind of interesting because essentially these people are blaming men for the failure of this movie for this movie not performing better. But if you actually look at the numbers of who did go to see this movie, it's reported that 61% of the audience who went to see the Marvels was male compared to the 55% of male moviegoers who went to go see Captain Marvel. So to be clear by the numbers, if any one group is responsible for the Marvels not performing better, it's women who did not turn out in the same proportion to see this movie as they did Captain Marvel. And it's kind of like, gee, it's almost as if superhero movies just as a concept don't appeal as much to the majority of women, which is totally fine. People are allowed to have their preferences. And that's something that remains true even if you make a bunch of female superhero characters. And one last thing I wanna to touch on for this film before we leave, it's currently got an 84% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is very high. And I mean like suspiciously high, considering that even the critics score is only sitting at a 62% at the time that I'm filming this. And similarly, even IMDb has the film at a 6.1 out of 10, which is not amazing, but decent. And look, I'm not saying that Disney is throwing money at these sites so they kind Kind of pad out the review numbers. But simultaneously uh, on Google, the movie currently has a 2.9 stars with most of the reviews being one star. So yeah, draw your own conclusions there. That's basically all I have to say for now though. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. It helps us out so, so much. Until next time.